Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Or, if you are a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all your friends and family. And if you would like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find me on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. Standard Time on a Friday night. Um, I did not get a chance to go live last night, um, to be honest with you. Um, it, I got home super late from work, so it's been a really uh, long week as far as getting home from work, um, late every night and everything like that. So um, fortunately, today I got off a little bit uh, earlier than I uh, have been all week, so um, I wanted to go live tonight and get caught up. Uh, so we'll give it a few seconds here while people are coming in here. Make sure I got everything running correctly. I think I do. Not really expecting um, potentially a whole lot of people on a Friday night. I know some people have family time and so forth and so on. So we'll see how that all goes. Let's see here. Yeah, nobody. If you are watching live, though, I encourage you to just go ahead and uh, let me know. So if you're watching live, go ahead and let me know. We're going to be in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 tonight, talking about everybody's favorite subject, giving. And uh, we'll see here tonight, uh, we'll just see what the Bible has to say about biblical giving, um, oh, probably over the next two weeks, because we'll cover it in both uh, chapter 8 and chapter 9. So, I see a Greg Hansen here, over here on YouTube. Hello to you. Um, he says, hello, hi, hi to you. So uh, thank you for uh, tuning in on a Friday night. I don't know if you've been, if you're watching this later on or you're listening to the uh, the, the audio version of the podcast, which, by the way, um, slowly but surely it is growing. I'm, I'm looking at the analytics of the, of the audio version. So the podcast, I think it's a little bit uh, easier. People can listen to it in the background, uh, just the audio version. Uh, sometimes, um, I do show some visual things. So if you're listening on the podcast later on, obviously it's not live, but if you're listening later on in the podcast, uh, go over to YouTube or Facebook and look, look up, let this mind be in you. And you should be able to see, uh, if you miss something, uh, that's, that's the only drawback to, uh, just the audio version only. But uh, that I understand uh, the, the audio version as far as the podcasting um, is on all the different uh, hosting platforms. It's growing slowly and steadily. On Facebook, uh, just today, um, I saw it right before I went on here. 1,000, the number 1,000 has just been hit 
on Facebook. So 1,000 uh, subscribers, followers of the of the Facebook page, which is growing still slowly but surely, but uh, praise the Lord for that. Um, YouTube goes up and down. Uh, as far as those that are uh, subscribing, it's a little bit more difficult, I think, um, especially with this type of a YouTube channel that uh, it's probably not going to grow all that fast. And I think a lot of people don't necessarily watch uh, a lot of stuff on YouTube anymore. A lot of people have migrated over to different other platforms, and I understand all that. Uh, but these are the two hosting like video formats, of course, on Library or Odyssey or whatever they call it now. Um, it, it mirrors everything that goes to YouTube. Um, I haven't been on... What are some of the other, uh, I can't even think of them right now, Rumble and some other ones you got to upload. I think Rumble, though, has a live option now, but I think you have to pay for it, so that could be an option here down the road. Like I said, if you're on Facebook, though, let me know, and I see um, a few people um, tuning in to YouTube, and I see my brother Jason there. Friday night, wasn't expecting, but we're here. Hello, my brother. Hello to you, sir. And um, we, uh, yeah, so last night I, the the battalion uh, is up doing field exercises, um, and I'm thankfully, praise the Lord, back here in, um, in Gulfport with the family, but um, I'm having to take care of things while the rest of the unit is away. Um, for everything that's happening back here. So that's a little bit uh, interesting and a lot of work. So a kind of a, I guess you would say, a sneak peek of what I'm going to be experiencing here when the battalion deploys. I don't have to deploy, but um, I have to take care of everything that's happening back here. So there's a lot of stuff that goes along with that. So, all right, let's go ahead and get started here. Let's go ahead and get started here. Like I said, we're going to be talking about biblical giving tonight. And uh, I think a subject that a lot of people, I guess you would say when, when you know, you talk to some people, they, they, they hear the word church, you know, going over and gathering with a local body of believers. And there's always this, this well, they're going to ask for my money or this, that, and the other thing. Or people have had a bad taste in their mouth about giving or this. That. I've talked quite a, uh, a numerous times on here about, you know, what the tithe, you hear the tenth, you know, what would that was used for. Um, I've talked about it many, many times. But what I want to uh, show some things today, like as we read through Second Corinthians chapter 8, something very particular, and there's, over the next two weeks, talking about biblical giving, I think with the with the title of tonight's uh, broadcast or this podcast or whenever you're listening, uh, whether it's live, whether it's uh, watching it on YouTube or it's on Facebook, uh, you're whether you you're seeing all these things over the next two weeks. There's going to be a title to this when it says first gave their own selves," and it's a surrender of our wills totally all the time, anyways. But especially when it comes to giving, and You'll see here tonight, I'm going to bring up a few little things that maybe maybe you haven't noticed before, or maybe you have, uh, but let's just get right into it and see where, where, uh, what the Lord has for us tonight, shall we? All right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to make sure something real quick. Okay, good. 
I could not remember if I started the recorder. I did. Praise the Lord. All right, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, starting in verse number 1. Uh, I got these new glasses here, if you can tell. And uh, I'm still kind of getting used to how they're sitting on my face. They're really light. Let's see here. What am I trying to do here, Michael? Get yourself squared away. Here we go. All right. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse number 1. Moreover, brethren. Now, remember what we talked about last week, you know, like the, the heart of matter, godly sorrow, like there was the things that were going on about how he wrote in the first letter. Um, but he was commending them how that they had gotten right. You know, they, they had taken the admonition, the correction, and they had gotten right. You know, they, they had fixed what was going on. And as he moves into this next portion, he's again commending them about the, their giving, their, their, uh, the, the fact that they were, in the first letter, so carnal. But in this, it seems like now they're, they've really given over themselves to God's will in their life, and they really started getting a grasp of a lot of good things here, especially giving. So that's the context. That's where we're at here. In verse number one, it says, Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit of the grace of God. Now, wit is the knowledge or acknowledgement of, like, to know, uh, to wit, to know of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. Of course, this is where this region is and uh, what, you know, these people of Corinth, um, what we would know as modern-day Turkey, were giving to these people over Macedonia, and then also they would gather uh, these gifts of, um, you know, to take back to uh, Jerusalem and a place like that where people were, were struggling. And it says that how that in the great trial of affliction, they were afflicted, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. For to their power I bear record. You know, he's testifying of this. He's, he's writing this down through the inspiration of the Spirit, of course. I bear record, yea, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. Ministering to the saints. Um, that's one of the first things I want people to notice here, what the giving of this money was meant to go towards, the ministering of, to the saints. They were in need of something, the, the, the necessity or they, the need that they had, that's what they were giving to. And this they did, verse number five, not as we hoped, and this is, of course, where I get the uh, the title for tonight, not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord. I want you to notice the very first thing about biblical giving is giving of yourself, all of yourself first. And then you'll see some kind of principles that, that are applied here as you come down as the, the giving. Now, once did Paul say, hey, when you come in, we're going to take of this tithe. Uh, you know, you need to give 10% uh, no matter what and just give this 10% because this, this is not what he's, he's talking about. Once again, I don't want to belabor an old, um, you know, thing, a subject that I've talked about before. But the tithe was meant for the Old Testament temple priesthood, the Levitical priesthood. Um, 
and we'll go from there, okay? But anyway, it says they gave of them own, their own selves to the Lord. And unto us by the will of God, insomuch that we desired Titus, again, Titus, this this uh, well-known, uh, I guess you would say, brother in the Lord here, that uh, there's a book of Titus, there's this epistle that Paul writes to specifically to the selfsame Titus, that as he had begun, so he would also finish in you the same grace also. Therefore, as ye abound in everything, in faith, and utterance, and knowledge, and in all diligence, and in your love to us, see that ye abound in this grace also. The, the giving of, like, you think of grace is, you know, one of the things I heard growing up, like my entire life, you know, being in, you know, churches and, and different things like that, I always heard uh, this acronym, and I guess it makes sense. Grace stands for God's riches at Christ's expense, meaning that, you know, it's unmerited. It's, it's not, ex- we don't deserve God's grace, his, his love towards us, that he would die for us and all these different, we don't deserve that in of ourselves. So it's unmerited favor that's given. And he said, so you're abounding, you're growing, you're, you have this, this things that in this grace that you're abounding in, your faith, your speaking, your utterance, your knowledge, all diligence, he says, and your love to us. See that you abound in this grace also. So Paul is literally saying, hey, abound in this. Understand the principles of what biblical grace giving is. I speak not by commandment, once again, not by commandment, but by occasion of the forwardness of others and to prove the sincerity of your love. Notice here that the giving wasn't by commandment. The biblical New Testament uh, body of Christ, the, the church age, to put a label on it, giving is not by commandment. If you read Malachi, if you read the Levitical, uh, you know, the, the law given to the children of Israel to take care of this Levitical priesthood, to bring in your tithes into the storehouse and all that kind of stuff, it was a burden. It was a commandment. But look at this giving is not by commandment, but because he wanted to, sh- he was encouraging them to abound in this grace also, to understand that, you know, out of your abundance to give. These type of things show a willingness, first give of yourself, and then, as God wills it, like as he lays it on your heart, then to give and to show, like, hey, I don't know these people, but I'm giving towards these necessities, these needs of these saints. And look at the example, how I know this. Like as he says, not by commandment, by occasion of forwardness of others, to, you know, showing this grace to the, you know, abounding in that. And to prove the sincerity of your love. This is a proving, this is an outward sign, so to speak, of your love. And look at the example, verse number nine. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes, right in there, our sakes as well, this is for us, he became poor, that through his poverty might be rich. Now, of course, the channel's name is Let This Mind Be In You, and that comes from Philippians chapter 2, 
uh, in verse number five, of course. So if you want to turn, uh, please turn over real quick in your King James Bible to Philippians chapter two. And I want to show you <laughs> that this mind should be in you also, that which was also in Christ Jesus. Because starting in verse number one, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minding, having the same love. Here it is, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of other. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Look at the way this richness, the God of this universe, you know, you can't count the riches, be, made himself poor and being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. There's the abounding in love. There's the example of the love that was shown by Christ. So Paul uses this in verse number 9 to show you know, as, as Christ prayed in the garden, not my will, but thine be done. It's the same thing. That's why I always say prayer is a surrendering of our will to his. It's the same thing in giving. Well, brother Mike, should that be a, a set number? You know, every time I get paid, it's a set number. Maybe it's more, maybe it's less, as we're going to see here in a second. It's not a set number, but it's a willingness of the heart. Biblical giving is giving what he lays on your heart to give to show as an outward kind of a thing what's happened to you internally. Once again, though, not by commandment. Hmm. Verse number nine again. Let's read one more time. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, so, because it's so important, that through he, though he was rich, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that through ye, through his poverty, might be rich. And herein I give my advice, once again, not a commandment, for this is expedient for you who have begun before, not only to do, but also to be forward a year ago. So they, they have done this before. Now, therefore, perform the doing of it, that as there was a readiness to will, again, there's a readiness there, so there may be a performance also out of that which ye have. For if there be first a willing mind, look at, look at this. Again, you've surrendered, you've given of yourself. Verse number five, as it said there, gave of your own selves to the Lord. You've given yourself over. Look at, look at the example. First, a willing mind, it is accepted according to that man that a man hath, and not according to that he hath not. I want to address something, and it may be controversial, I guess you would say, I, I don't know, maybe something that you haven't heard before. or Maybe you've... Uh, been addressed by somebody who said, hey, look, if you don't have it, give it anyways, and we'll see how God blesses. So if you don't have the 10% to give, like, you know, give it anyways, and I've heard numerous stories about giving anyways, 
and somehow or another something would show up and they their bills would be taken care of. And I understand that. God will take care of you. But this is not a commandment to give if you do not have it. Notice again he says, give according to that a man hath and not according to that he hath not. Why? Verse number 15. For I mean not that other men be eased and ye be burdened. Now, now again, if God lays something on your heart, I want to give towards that. I don't know where God's God's going to give, you know, how I'm going to make this next bill up, but God is really late. Be giving of yourself, and if that's the case, so be it. I want you guys to understand something. I'm not talking about, hey, giving's not biblical. I'm not even saying that, you know, if you want to, like, set a certain si- amount aside or whatever because you're, it, it, just, it just seems to be the best way that you, you know, that, that's what God wants you to give. I, that's, I'm fine with that. But don't tell people that it's a commandment that they have to give a certain percentage. And again, I've addressed this before. If you go back to the Old Testament in the giving of the law, the first five books of the Bible, in that you will find, I believe it's in, um, I believe it's in Deuteronomy uh, or Leviticus. It doesn't matter. Like I hadn't even thought about going back to this. But remember, the giving of the tithe was not ten percent, but it was more like thirty percent of money, because you're adding twenty percent to what God expected of you. So if you were to redeem or to say, for example, now in our economy, we don't, you know, maybe working as a farmer, but you give of your time, you go to, you know, work for an organization, a company or whatever you're doing, and you redeem your time and your hard labor for money, God says to the Israelites, add 20% when you give that money to the Levitical priesthood. So once again, all this this idea of, of giving and trying to structure a way to take care of this thing and all that, forget about that. Go to the Word of God and give of yourself first, and then this will take care of itself. That's what it says here. It's not of commandment. It's, to the, it's for the necessity of the saints, but don't give if you don't have it. When's the last time you heard somebody teaching about giving and, and tell you that. Paul did <laughs> just now because he doesn't want the necessity of others, them to be eased, their burden. They have needs, of course, but then you become needy yourself by giving that, and then other people in the church now take care of you because it says, for I mean not that other, verse number 13, that other men be eased and ye burden, but by an equality that now is, this time, your abundance, see, they had the abundance, they had it to give, may be a supply for their want. Now, want in the, uh, in the King James English here doesn't mean like, ooh, I want a new boat. Want here is a need. They're wanting. It's lacking. They, there's something lacking there that you have that you can give, and then they will no longer be wanting of that. They wouldn't be lacking, needing that that their abundance also may be a supply for your want, that there may be equality. So during these other times, when maybe they were needing and um, necessity, and they were the saints that were need of need, maybe these other churches in Macedonia would be able to give to them to supply for their need, their want. 
And Paul once again goes to the Old Testament. As it is written, every time you see that, you can go back in the Old Testament to find that. He that hath gathered much had nothing over, and he that had gathered little had no lack. But thanks be to God, which pushed the same earnest care into the heart of Titus for you. For indeed he accepted the exhortation, but being more forward of his own accord, he went unto you. And we have sent with him the brother whose praise is in the gospel throughout all the churches. And not that only, but who was also chosen of the churches to travel with us with this grace, this giving, this, this gift, which is administered by us to the glory of the same Lord and declaration of your ready mind. Let this mind be in you. See, once again, it comes back to that same principle that it's giving of yourself first wholly, totally, completely over to the mind of Christ. His will, not yours. Verse number 20, avoiding this, that no man should blame us in this abundance which is administered by us, providing for honest things, not only in the sight of the Lord, but also in the sight of men. And we have sent with them our brother, brother, whom we have oftentimes proved diligent in many things, but now much more diligent upon the great confidence which I have in you. Whether any do inquire of Titus, he is my partner and fellow helper concerning you, or our brethren be inquired of, they are the messengers of the churches and the glory of Christ. They were bringing this, this money, so to speak. They were the caretakers of this, bringing them to these churches here. Wherefore, show ye to them and before the churches the proof of your love and of your boasting on your behalf. Once again, this church that had so many carnal, fleshly problems was being, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, was being, oh man, I'm, I'm looking for the right word, but just, just uh, what does he say in the first part of the chapter? Hmm, I'm trying to think of it, what... Boy, I just drew a blank on uh, the word I'm using, but being praised, okay? I was thinking of a different word, but they were admonished, and then they were praised in the second letter. They were exhorted. They were kind of uh, corrected, but then they were cheered in the second letter. It's a it's a fascinating uh, look at at the the mind of Christ as he as the Holy Spirit inspired to write for Paul to write this and he writes his first letter to correct a known problem and then to admire and and to and say wow because you had a repentant heart because you had now you're growing in grace in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ you're you're understanding who you are you're 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 abounding in faith you're abounding in, in utterance and knowledge and diligence and your love towards us. Now, I just encourage you, Paul is saying, to just abound in this as well. And they seem to be doing so. In fact, given to in you know their abundance, giving to the necessity of these saints. And as we'll see next week, there is a principle that I in a biblical New Testament giving principle that I'm going to show you in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. That when somebody asks you, like, well, how do I know how much to give? 
It's gonna be it's gonna be something to look at. And remember, not by commandment in Second Corinthians chapter eight, and it's not if you don't have it. Well, I shouldn't I live by faith? Yes, you should live by faith. But Paul says, don't be needy. Make yourself needy by giving to another necessity. That's slightly different. I know then maybe some people have heard growing up, and I would say the same. Okay, well, I think I maybe dropped a few frames. I'm looking at the uh, report here on my broadcasting software. So hopefully it went through, but um, again, um, if we need to take more time to go through chapters, we'll we'll make sure we split these up. But uh, you know, and I could probably could have went straight into chapter nine, but I wanted to, to make sure that we um, wrap this up in about thirty minutes, which is right about where we're at. So I will look one more time to see if we have any comments over here. Let's see here. I think Miss Janet did. But I can't see it on this one. Hmm. And I think I know why. I think people are watching it over the discussion group. Yep. Okay. Well, Sister Janet, if you're watching still over there, thank you for joining me on the discussion group. Though so that's a private group uh, for those wondering on Facebook. Uh, let this mind be in you discussion group, and uh, there's a a couple of questions that are asked when you when you go in there. But you can look that up. It's a it's a private group, so you do have to ask some questions. But it's a place where people can maybe, um, you know, they it's not as public. It, obviously, it's a private group. You can give uh, you can ask questions there, but you can always reach me at ltmbiyahoo.com. Once again, that's L-T-M-B-I-Y at yahoo.com. And you can write me there, and I will see it and respond as quickly as I possibly can. Okay, let's see. Okay. All right, we're over here on YouTube. And just a few little comments. We'll read the comment section real quick, and then we'll wrap it up for tonight. It says here in, uh, let's see, ba 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 Oh, I guess uh, Brother Jason was talking about uh, because of uh, me going live on Friday. He says, life happens. Get in when you can. Yep, and that's what I, you know, I would have been super. <laughs> I probably could have, you know, got everything ready. Like I said, I have to get it out of the, the, the basement of the of the RV, of the fifth wheel, and set it all up, and I probably could have done that. I was extremely tired, though, and it would not have been a uh, – <laughs> I, it would have been a slog, and it, I'm sure covering the Word of God is always good. I would have been encouraged in it, but, um, yeah, I was super tired. So I thank you for understanding, though, for everybody that uh, that is writing about it. I appreciate that. Okay. And then um, next, uh, Jason says here, High Voltage Beaver. That's his last name, by the way. I, I well, I probably shouldn't give your first and last name. Sorry about that. But anyways, he says, "I love that word abounding." Can honestly say I'm not quite there. Me too. Um, I I agree, one hundred percent with that statement. Amen to that statement. I'm not there yet either. That's why we can constantly be dying to self, so that we can abound in that. 
We can abound in knowledge. We can abound in our faith. We can, you know, just, and it's a, it's a uh, thing that you cannot do in and of yourself. That's why you have to crucify this flesh. You have to, you know, just understand that, man, this flesh gets in the way. Oh, Lord, I don't want to give that. I know I have it to give, but I don't want to give it. I'd rather, you know, sock it away for, you know, whenever I may need of it. But Paul said the principle here is that if you ever become in need of something, the necessity of the saints here, you know, there's going to be ministering to you, and he'll take care of you. So, uh, Greg Hansen here on YouTube. Glasses look nice. Well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, I got to... Uh, I got Navy issued glasses somewhere and they are not as nice, <laughs> but, uh, I wear those that I can get those knocked around, but I actually had a pair over a year ago and I lost them somewhere and, uh, you only get one pair a year. So now I got these, hopefully they, uh, don't get lost, but thank you. Thank you for the compliment. Thank you for the encouragement. All right, folks. Well, Sister Janice says, thank you for sharing. Thank you for joining me over there on the Let This Mind Be In You discussion group. I, you know, I sometimes forget that that, uh, that plays over there at the same time. So sometimes. Oh, oh, oh. Sometimes I forget that that is uh, playing over there. What am I doing? There we go. All right. So I'm going to wrap it up for tonight. Uh, prayerfully next Thursday night, um, it, it should be back to the regular, regular schedule, but be monitoring, uh, the Facebook page. If you haven't liked the Facebook page yet, if you do Facebook, if you haven't liked it yet and followed it yet, please go over there and do so. Uh, if you're on Facebook, but you haven't given the YouTube channel a like, I know it sounds weird to like them both, you know, or to, you know, to be a subscriber on both or whatever, but believe it or not, the more traffic that goes over there, the more likes, the more subscriptions, the more it brings it up in the uh, the algorithm so that it bumps up on the a feed. If somebody looks up giving or um, or whatever, biblical giving, and they have a question about it, maybe this channel will come up. So it, it's a, it would it'd be a help. You don't have to watch both at the same time or anything like that. But it is a help. So if you have not subscribed to either one of those, and you're and you'd be uh, take a few moments to do so, I'd appreciate it. But don't forget the ever-growing podcast channel. So you can find me on Spotify, Anchor, uh, iHeartRadio, you know, Apple Podcasts, all those. If you want to just listen, subscribe to one of those. Great. Tell all your friends. Um, you know, send it out to your your email group. You know, it's like your your um, your contacts list or something like that. I would greatly appreciate it. So, anyways, love you in the Lord. God bless you. Thank you for joining me here on Let This Mind Be In You. Hope to see you back next week. Uh, but if we don't, you know, so be it. Uh, only as God wills it. But maybe we'll see each other face to face and we're captured out of here. That'd be even better. But... Uh, Love you and Lord. God bless you. Thank you for joining me on Let This Mind Be In You, and I'll see you next week, God willing. Bye for now.